0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Podcast for Your Life, a podcast where we share thoughts from our life for yours. I'm Jam. And I'm Jason. And today we are going to talk about... Uh, Jason, what are we talking about? Dude, we're going to talk about uh, trending ingredients for your life. Trending like... Maybe not trending, trendy. Trendy ingredients. Okay, but we usually try not to be on the cusp of the trendy. Right. So- but it's not like current trends. It's just like the idea of... Trendy ingredients. Okay, the idea of... Um, yeah. So mostly trendy ingredients of the past. It's kind of like a theoretical approach to trendy ingredients. Okay, okay. Does that help? Yes, it does. That appeases you? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it appeases our followers, too, because this, by this point, they're probably like, man, I can't believe they would ever try to do something like talk about trending things. So when you say ingredients that are trendy, you mean what? So like... My idea of what it's like when people uh, are talking about these, like, buzzing ingredients is you've got these, you know, chefs that uh, they just kind of spend their lives, or they spend their days at least, in a test kitchen. And they're just kind of, like, whipping up different things. But this test kitchen is connected to, you know, just like a basic grocery store. And they probably walk around and look at different ingredients on the shelf and they say, you know what? It's been a while since little neck clams were popular. So let's just like throw together something and we'll market it to everybody. And then everybody in the country is going to be talking about little neck clams. So that's my perception of how these trending ingredients get started. So basically it's the same idea that we kind of have that's probably pretty true about fashion where there's people that are intentionally setting the trends that are kind of like part of the big, you know, companies or whatever, part of the fashion shows or something. They decide, "Oh, this kind of jeans or whatever are coming back because we're going to make it come we're back." We're going to make it come back. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you think so and I'm not I don't have a lot of knowledge about this, but yeah, you your do. your well, well, idea yeah. is that this same thing is happening with ingredients. People are intentionally it's, deciding it's what... Probably, it's probably the same place. It's like downstairs is the test kitchen and upstairs is the fashion suite. Okay. All one place, all setting all the trends. It's like a one-stop shop. Actually, it's, it's kind of like that company we talked about in Fads for Your Life, episode five, I think it was, um, where we kind of toyed with the idea of if one company, all they do is try to come up with fads... Yep. Like the scooter and the um It's probably the same company. Haley's and everything. They've huh. got to, hey, they've got to eat. They gotta feed their employees. They gotta feed their chefs <laughs> or their fad designers. <laughs> Although the fashion floor, weirdly, they don't actually eat that much, It's kinda of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you, I've got I got the idea, I got the sort of for lack of a better word, conspiracy. I'm not trying to, you know, dog it or anything. But what are some examples like I, what are some, I need to know of some like good tried and true examples of trendy ingredients. Okay. Yeah. I probably should have started that with that. Apologize. Um, salted caramel. That would be like a trending or fad or buzz, whatever ingredient. I like using the term buzz ingredients because, um, some of these ingredients are like still popular. That's why I wouldn't say they're just, like, a fad. They're not, like, you know, one year they're, like, whoa, they're in everything, and then the next year they're not. Yeah. But I would also say that to define buzz ingredients, it can be something like bacon. Bacon has always been good, always been popular, you right, know? Right, right, right. So I wouldn't say that bacon is, like, a buzz ingredient. I wouldn't even say that avocado is a buzz ingredient, as much as, like, people try to say, like, our new Subway sandwich with avocado! Whoa! Yeah. You know, it's not a buzz ingredient. Yeah. So, So, I see what you're saying, because, like, salted caramel, like, I feel like a few years ago just saw this huge uptick in things having salted caramel, but is there a difference in that, like, sea salt, caramel, or whatever, is there a difference in that and, like, other kinds of caramel flavoring? Like, I don't really know. Yeah, I think, like, the only caramel that I knew was, like, the caramel found in, like, caramel syrup or caramel apples, But Um, but the buzz one right now is sea salt Careful. Salted, yeah, specifically salted. I, I think it doesn't really matter whether it's sea salt or whether it's salted. Right. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they taste the same. Mm-hmm. Sea salt does sound better. I mean, I'm going to agree right. with whoever, whatever marketing team decided to put that together. Anyway, so that's just kind of what I've been thinking about lately. Okay. Because, so. cause like, obviously... It seems like each season has its own kind of, like, special ingredient, you know? And some are, like, every year, like, pumpkin spice. It's, like, every fall, okay, it's pumpkin spice season. Yeah. Then there's others that are, like, I don't know. Um, winter would probably peppermint. peppermint. Um, and then spring, summer, they probably have, you know? But it's, like, so those, it's, like, I would still call those buzz ingredients. Right. Well, especially because, like, you bring up a good point with pumpkin spice... A few years ago, that wasn't, like, as much of a thing as it is. Like, Really? Starbucks has gone nuts with that. You know what I mean? I feel like it's been a big deal for at least 10 years. I don't know, honestly. But, like, what I mean is that pumpkin... I mean, no one would disagree for years and years that pumpkin has been a thing for a long time. But, like, just the idea of the pumpkin spice-flavored drink and pumpkin spice this, like, that's become a a buzzword thing. Right. The pumpkin Um, spice. And then they have ice cream that's pumpkin and... They have pie that's pumpkin. It's crazy. I mean, like we've at least had pumpkins since the first Thanksgiving. At least that's a good four hundred years that we've had pumpkins. That's and true. I don't think that it necessarily needs to be so trendy all of a sudden. All the photographs we have from the first Thanksgiving do, yeah. have, do indicate that there were some pumpkins. Yeah, they were just like eating their turkey and sipping on PSLs after that meal. <laughs> PSL. That's terrible. What's weird though is that like so pumpkin spice we obviously it's been, it's been around and but surely somebody had to have had that idea some other local coffee shop somewhere small coffee shop totally had to have had that idea been doing it for a while and then it's like starbucks decides to do it and boom it hits critical mass for buzz ingredient status like the instant they come out with something something is someone was big as starbucks it's like yeah they immediately jump to like critical mass it's a buzz ingredient right again they're the people with the designers upstairs designing stuff too so probably you know it works you know what's sad, though, is that there's probably people out there who never had a pumpkin spice something until Starbucks made it, or they never had a sea salt caramel this until Starbucks or some other big corporation made it. Basically, Damn. there's people out there who've never had a unique experience. Wow. they only had the things that have gotten that most popular, the critical mass buzz status, and then that's all they ever had, and they just are kind of having a repeat experience of every other person in the U.S., that's a bold statement because what if they already have had a buzz ingredient that's just not popular yet? I, I, I mean, you that's know? fine. What I'm saying is that most people most people. didn't have, like, there's a good chunk of the population in the U.S. who have not had a unique experience, maybe only a handful in their life, because they never had pumpkin spice until Starbucks made it. That's what I'm saying. So no, this is specifically a pumpkin spice No, that's just an example. example. There's a type of person Uh, out there that makes up the majority of the US that have only ever had the (laughs) things once they become buzz status. Gotcha. I'm not like not saying that to sort of cast judgment on those people. I just mean that it is it is sad, not in a way that is judgy on them, but sad in that like, man, there's so many things out there to discover that aren't buzz things. You know what I mean? Basically the world is an adventure of ingredients waiting to be enjoyed the world is the world is your oyster the world is your until oysters become trendy <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> yeah I'll, that analogy kind of fell flat so so what are some of your favorite like trendy ingredients or buzz ingredients from you know your life um dang I I'd say I've been on the benefiting end of the spaghetti squash craze of, uh, 2015, (laughs) whenever that was that happened. Remember the great spaghetti squash craze of 2015? Uh, Emily and I really like spaghetti squash a lot, so, despite the fact that it was, like, very much one of those BuzzFeed article kind of, like, check this out, it's this thing that's been around forever, but you didn't ever hear of it. Right. It's one of those, but, like it's one that's stuck around in our cycle of, um, meal prep things. We eat spaghetti squash probably once every two weeks or so. That's a lot of spaghetti squash. It's just, it's great. So that's probably the only one I can think of that I've, that's been a buzz ingredient type of thing that I've really enjoyed. But honestly, I haven't thought much about this until you, until you brought up the idea of buzz ingredients. I hadn't really thought about this at all. So what, what are some ones that... Well, that's surprising for you, though, because I would have said kombucha is yours because you kombucha it up a lot, or at least you used to. That's true, Maybe actually. you had your own personal fad. No, no, I still kombucha. Okay. Um, over the weekend, Emily and I um, bottled um, eight liters of... Eight liters! <laughs> ...of kombucha. We tried a sort of sangria Ooh. flavoring to it. Oh, that sounds amazing um did you, did you just add sangria to it no, no we just be, we did a ton of that's actually cool. a pretty good idea but we did a ton of different fruit and stuff it's like it's basically one step away from wine anyway you might as well just add a little bit of no sangria. no we just did a lot of different fruits and we that's sort cool. of called it like a sangria but it's you, not right. Really you should good. make like a ginger beer it's like a ginger kombucha that's like like a, kombu, like Dude, a ginger beer kombucha it's if almost I could like get it a, that gingery that would be <laughs> amazing I love ginger. I've added ginger to a lot of them. I think I overdid it because M has been a little bit gingered out, so we're t- kind of taking a break a little bit mm-hmm. from the ginger. Um, but I cannot be gingered out. Right. It's like she's kind of like gingerly trying to approach her next kombucha Yeah. flavors. And, w- and f- for me, I have... Um, if there's one thing I don't approach gingerly, it's ginger. There you go. Well said. My favorite buzz ingredient would be sriracha. Man, that... Wow, that's a good one. And the reason why I th- it's my favorite is not only is it delicious as a, a spicy chili sauce, mm. um, but it is also the one that I think has the most organic buzz surrounding it. Okay. So I think it was, um, if you know the history of Sriracha, it was um, the like Hui Fong red bottle green cap kind of stuff that you get at the stores that seems to be like the original or like the, the one that everybody loves. And everybody's making t-shirts and hats about. Um, That's the one that was made, I think, in the... It was like the 70s or 80s. Um, It was a guy from Thailand who came to the U.S. and started his sriracha plant in California after a bunch of his um, fellow Thai migrants were like, hey, we really miss the delicious chili sauce that we used to have in our home country. And he was like, well, I can make some. And boom, he made the huifang sriracha that's uh delicious um and so it's been around for a while it's not a new thing but it seemed to organically grow in its popularity in the past i don't know five or ten years but this wasn't like something that like all the stores were pushing or it wasn't something that a big organization um was saying like now featuring our sriracha drink or our sriracha chips or whatever it was something that just was like, whoa, have you tried sriracha? Hey, have you tried sriracha? And all of a sudden these red bottles with green tops are showing up everywhere in every yeah. restaurant that you go to and you're like, well, why is this so popular? It seems like everybody's having it.
1: Yeah. And, and I then, remember
0: I heard about it from a friend before anywhere right? else. Like a, a, someone told me about it and showed it to me and I tried it at their house kind yeah. of thing. Very organic. Exactly. Worst person. Yeah. So that's why I think, you know, and now it's like grown and now everybody knows about it for the most part and every brand has tried to do some sort of sriracha flavoring so now it'd be considered a buzz ingredient but i would say it's better than the other ones because it came organically nice. rather than through some sort of push and it's also a good product you yeah. know it's a delicious tasting sauce they're kind of like the indie band of the buzz ingredients you know definitely indie yeah sriracha the indie album <laughs> Yeah, you know, sriracha's uh, first album was much better than their first album yeah so I better. think they just, they keep getting better. It's just more creative. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, pretty much wraps up my thoughts for uh, Buzz Ingredients. Do you have any closing statements or uh, morals of the story for us? My my thought, and this is something I'm taking as a as an objective for myself and would recommend others do it as well, don't wait for something to become a Buzz Ingredient. Just go out and try stuff. Be an... And, like an adventurer when it comes to ingredients be an adventurous ingredient yeah be a food adventurer i can't think of a better way to say it man that is some good food for thought jam i appreciate you well appreciate your passion for that I'm, I'm still gonna eat spaghetti squash though so i'm not saying i'm gonna abandon my roots so. you should try salted caramel spaghetti squash i heard it's the newest thing i'm thinking spaghetti squash kombucha would be the next level i'm just cringing just thinking about that uh, okay gross let's what if it had like tomato sauce tomato what, sauce and... what, that's weird we might want to it'd be like a bloody mary kombucha let's end this before it gets too gross yeah um, we don't want to gross our listeners thanks so much for listening guys um feel free to suggest topics to us by emailing us at podcast at gmail.com or message us on facebook facebook's great and um we'll talk to you guys soon yeah enjoy